graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Your weak little innards. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I have to act up again. Oh, no. How many cups in this house have been used to draw a circle? <laughs> At least three. There's, there's no truth in my art. I, have yeah, I know who the fuck John Cryer is, Chris. <laughs> And Tom uh, Holland. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Hardy boys. <laughs> boys in the hood. Hood rich. Richie rich. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> with, with Richie Word rich, you kind of painted yourself into a corner. <laughs> Richie <laughs> rich, the killer of all improvs. Tuesdays this fall on CBS, what's the haps with the Crabs? We follow the Crabs family and figure out what's happening. Chick pee in my mouth. Yeah. I'm not into that water sports. The man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. <laughs> so, Joel, this is your captain speaking. Uh, if you look to the aisle, you'll see a hamster fighting a bullfrog. <laughs> and if you look to your right, you'll see the Hudson River, which should really be a lot lower, but I'm uh, pretty drunk. Don't be a stranger. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith. The guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. And now, here's Chris Cologne and Austin Schutte. Hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Is that our bumper? <laughs> Who knows? We never really signed off the last episode. Uh, we didn't get to. Yeah, uh, because so, you're, some asshole's guts not you're, working. Your weak right? little innards. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I have to act up again. My incision points were like, hey, we're still damaged, you know. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're fine. Like, no, no, they, they, we hurt now. <laughs> fuck you. Because <laughs> you went, um, we were talking about. Uh, you know, we were, fil- we were recording and it was like, I don't know if I'm going to get fired. Right, right. Which I'm still, like, as of today, I'm still sort of in that mindset where, right. like, I may go to swipe my card and, like, someone will be there at the front door like, mm, Chris, let's talk over here for a moment. Yeah. But that's a whole other issue. Why don't you have a seat? You want some lemonade? But you... <laughs> I have a cookie. <laughs> then you had, uh, you had left... So I'm like, oh, yeah, where's Austin? Oh, he went home. What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. This is the second time yeah. I sign up for overtime on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> specifically thinking, all right, we'll go into work together. And it was, <laughs> was the first time when I had my surgery? Yeah, the first time was oh, during the appendicitis. The actual appendicitis. You don't get to be upset about that. You should that. know that. <laughs> you're, you're, you should have should have got a memo from, the, from your appendix saying, hey, by the way, later on this week... Yeah. Gotta go. Super sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I don't know if I was just, you know, moving around a little too much or something. I was, I was like trying to do as much as I could within my restrictions, and started getting winded about partway through the day. Yeah, yeah I like, gotta say that when um, runners cramps and shit. When uh, I had my surgery, you know, once again, you know, they, for, for stuff like that, they have to cut through the muscle. Yeah. Uh, when I had my surgery, you know, they gave me painkillers, which I probably used maybe, you know, two or three days worth. I, I used way less than they told me to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They gave me a, they gave me a pill of, like, 30 yeah. or whatever with, like, three refills. I kept that original 30 for, like, two years or something like that. They, they, yeah, they I told, used, like, three they told me I could have up to 12 a day. 
And I, I started off on four, because fuck that. <laughs> yeah, and so well... I, I'd like to be at least semi-functional for my recovery. And there was one day... Uh, you know, that was mostly in the beginning just, like, maintenance. Mm. And then, like I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I think I'll be good. There was one day where, I, like, I felt like I was stabbed in the stomach with a knife. And my, my ex-wife at the time, which, you know, you really get to learn about people in times of crisis. Mm. Like, she froze the fuck up. Mm. And I'm over here curled, like, on a ball on the floor crying. And she's, like, she didn't know what to do. Mm. And she was frozen, and, you know, and like a little later, I kind of was like, I was like, it could have been a lot worse, and you just froze. Yeah. I mean, I know you can't get, you can't be angry at somebody about that, but I was like, you know, it's it's funny because like when I was like, hey, I think I need to go to the hospital. Tori just dropped me off with a book. I was like, call me when you know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Which like there wouldn't have been anywhere for her to like stand or wait with me or anything. It's just and like you know she needed to take care of Colton and stuff, and like bringing him to her grandparents and stuff in the middle of the fucking night. Uh-huh. Which and I understand she was like, do you want me to stay? I'm like, no, just go take care. She was just it's funny because yeah, the, the joke we make is she fucking just dropped me off with a book. I'm like, all right, let me know what's going on. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can fend for yourself. Yeah. You got a compass and a right. little cup that folds down in your pocket. <laughs> I didn't even bring those, though. I was in the hospital. <laughs> There's a book. The Junior, junior Woodchuck Guidebook. So you, you, you said compass, I immediately <laughs> thought, and protractor. <laughs> Just the, the exact wrong compass for the joke you were making. Even, so, even more useless. How's, how's, how's drawing an almost perfect circle going to help me? Uh, you, know. you can circle where it hurts. <laughs> ow! 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 Right here! Can't, right here. Can't, can't I just trace around the cup? <laughs> it has little, to be a perfect circle. If I have a little collapsible cup, why do I need a compass? For <laughs> oh. defending yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm an artist, bitch. I know what I'm doing. Against, you know, predators. <laughs> my cups in this house have been used to draw a circle? At least three. Yes. Every coffee cup has that sharpie ring around the bottom, around the, around the top. Yes. What? <laughs> Is that why a coffee tastes like ink every day? <laughs> yeah, because I need to draw circles. For what? <laughs> I don't know. I like drawing snowmen in the winter. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fucking build them. Oh, you freehand that shit? Yeah. You kidding me? Well, is it, are, when you build a snowman, is it ever perfect? No. That's why I use the cups. Some compensating. <laughs> there's, there's no truth in my art. What's this? What's this conversation really about? You're gonna, you're gonna call out my coffee cup sharpies, and you're gonna call out my snowman. One of these days, I'm just. One of these days, I'm gonna give you the hamster cage and a table. I'm saying, <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> okay, in a book. Yeah. All your worldly possessions are in the back seat. <laughs> The PlayStation? No, I got that for you. That's a, I'm, I'm taking that gift back. <laughs> it, it is my PlayStation. <laughs> it's not mince words on that. She, she gets to keep the Switch if it all goes south. But thousands of dollars of games invested in that PlayStation. It is not going anywhere. So, uh, a little a little housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, last episode we were talking about uh, John Cryer is the John guy. John fucking Cryer. <laughs> God damn it. John Cryer was the... Uh, uh, and F was the other guy from Two and a Half. Yeah, I know who the fuck John Cryer is, Chris. <laughs> it was uh, uh, Jack Klugman, and oh shit, I forgot the name. <laughs> I looked it up. The other lem- lemon for for the odd couple. It was a. Uh, we were talking about the odd Matthew couple. Perry. No, Matthew Perry. Yeah, Matthew Perry with John Cryer. John. John <laughs> Tom Len- Tom Lennon. <laughs> and Tom uh, Holland. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Party boys, <laughs> boys in the hood, 
hood rich, richie rich. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> with, with Richie Word Rich, you kind of painted yourself into a corner. Would <laughs> be that one. Richie Rich, the killer of all improvs. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Chris Mounts, another longtime listener of the show. Uh, he tried to add me on Facebook. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, you haven't answered him. <laughs> well, that explains. It's like who the fuck is Chris Mounts? <laughs> he's 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 um he's Wisconsin Chris. <laughs> Wait, how long has he been in the picture here? Oh no, he's been he's been a fan of the show for years. Right, and, and, I think and like, nobody has thought to call him Chris Conson. Ah, that's upsetting. Well, you know, ever since Facebook started forcing people to use their real names, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying you, you know, you, you call him Wisconsin Chris. Someone should have had Wh- Chris Conson already Chris available. Conson. There he goes. That's that's a tag for him, I guess. Yeah. Chris, Con- so Chris Conson tried to add me on Facebook, to which I replied, "Who the fuck is Chris Conson?" <laughs> <laughs> he was listening to or the the uh, the stay no the uh, the the Dark Tower Chickens episode right. and it commented about he posted a picture from the the California Rains California Raisins animated show. I saw that. <laughs> I, I didn't understand the context. What was it? Because you were like all these oh, oh, raisins oh, yeah, in yeah. this room or whatever. All these fucking raisins out there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the raisins going to your school. Right. So a, a shout out to Chris Mounts for a little show interaction. So, you know, Tommy B has some some uh, competition. <laughs> tell you what, the, the day that Tommy B sends me a request, I'll accept Chris Mounts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, Tommy B, you're holding up, uh, you're holding up friendship progress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really want to be friends with some guy named Chris who lives in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, he listens to the show. God damn it. That's, that's, yeah. me, that's well, me loyal no, to our listeners. No, I wasn't being sarcastic. What good's the Chris and Rochester doing for me? <laughs> True. I'm a piece of shit. Yep. And we'll Fuck be you. <laughs> Let's all talk about Netflix. Netflix. Let's all talk about Netflix. Netflix. Let's all talk about Netflix and shit that's coming out. If you could put like an actual instrumental at the end there, instead of my voice just going. <laughs> some, just some Mario shit. I, yeah. <laughs> just totally steal it. Yeah. <laughs> if you could just put some fucking copyrighted material at the end of that, that'd be great. Um, so, Lost in Space coming on Friday. Ah. And it makes me wonder of all the IP that they could make shit from, why would they pick a shitty movie from the 1990s? But it's not, it well, it's also a show that was in the 60s. It's not just the 90s. Is that, is that, is that where, they're, where they're going with it? from that? I think they're going to the show. And, and like that show, that show, that show was so old that it was like, their first episodes were like in black and white. Right, well, well do you, I, knew, I knew that, but like, do you think they're going to lean more heavily on, I thought they were leaning more heavily on the movie, do you think? Yeah, well, I think people are what the fuck? It's dry, I, was, I don't know why I did that. Dry. <laughs> Uh, that was, uh, no, the movie was, like, a stopgap. Like, I don't think, I don't, I don't, they're not acknowledging the movie at all. I think this is going straight from the it's TV it's show. Basically there's TV no, show? there's no gloop or gleep or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, Blarp? No, Blarp. Blarp. No. See, you don't believe it will be based on the movie, you think it's going to be based off the TV show. I think it's going to be totally based on the TV show. Hello, can you go? Death Row! Uh, One of Brother Knows Again, back is the incredible Ram Animal, the uncannable, the evil of Academy number one. I don't give a fuck about Netflix. I just wanted to do that. Oh, oh I fucking told you I would do it on air. It took me less than a fucking minute. <laughs> it, it he took, said he was gonna get me to say base. Base. It took a little work, and technically it was based, but it's okay. The, the root is what matters there. Oh, oh, you oh, suck, I got bitch. you so fucking good. Because I'm like, how can we not? 
I was like, okay, what's so Netflix? I don't have fucking internet in my house. Is he fucking stupid? Does he not know what? Does he not know that it was a it was a TV show too? Yeah, I just need him to make a distinction with very specific wording so that I can sing, bring the noise. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Oh, I got you so good. And like we started the bit, then my battery died on the yeah. recorder, yeah, and I got a new battery. A, this is so much fucking work just to make you say bass. <laughs> And you told me you were going to do it, so you yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, I fucking called that shot, man. I read you Jackson that shit. Or Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, just take another one from the black man. That's cool. Oh. Uh, I got God. Yep. Anyway, for those of you co- totally fucking confused, I've been fucking with Chris because the last week or so. Austin really likes the song. Break the noise by Public, by Enemy, Public and Enemy and Anthrax, which you know got a, it got a. I feel that song got a lot of white guys yeah. like kind of into Public Enemy, like where they're like, I don't listen to rap, but you know, Public I Enemy did that song. I don't Anthrax. even give a fuck about Public Enemy. I just like it because it was in the Tony Hawk soundtrack. Oh, okay, but that's. I mean, for the time that it came out, you know, rock rock was its own thing, rap was its own thing, and it sort of. That was, like, one of the first times that I could think of that there was a, a crossover. I mean, other than, like, Run DMC and Aerosmith, Don't Walk This Way. I mean, technically, you know, well, Sugar Hill Gang was, that, that were, they took a sample from a they're, disco song. They're the ones who said the hip-hop, hip-hop, the hip-hop, 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 don't stop, rock it to the bang, bang, boogie to the up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Yeah, I know them. Yeah. But Anthrax. Was that a test? What you hear is not a test. I'm repping to the beat. And now me, the crew, and my friends are going to try to move your feet. <laughs> but you only know that because of the old granny from the Wedding Singer soundtrack. Nope, I only know that because of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. <laughs> my, my entire musical library. Yeah. It's Weird Al Yankovic songs. It's fucking Tenacious D. Yeah. Like, uh, well, Tony Hawk's soundtrack. Well, and and I, I think, yeah, here, we, we, got, we got something to talk about. Um, like, and that, yeah, my music taste... I like Flogging Molly a fuckload uh-huh. because they were in Tony Hawk. Ah. Um, also, I believe Sugar Hill Gang was Underground One. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Fucking, yeah. Well, Send your letters to this guy. In um, a, yeah, right. <laughs> Two Strangers on Podcast at gmail.com. Right. Um, Rob Zombie was a combination of he was on the radio when I was a kid uh-huh. and fucking Twisted Metal 4, I'll say. You, you, could play yeah. as, you could play as Mr. Zombie, and then it played a little bit of Super Beast when you won. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. And, and, yeah, my fucking, my music taste is very strongly from video games. I, I think I, about, I, I mean, in a, in a early internet, like, yeah. in a time where the internet, for you to download a song, yeah. in the early days of Napster, or Kazaa, or LimeWire, where fucking, it took fucking five hours to download a three-minute song. And that's if Metallica didn't fucking send a death squad <laughs> Yeah, we're not rich enough. Fuck this kid. <laughs> and then they like fuck a kid. Remember that, dude? Saint Anger was weird. They <laughs> like a concept album, but like a lot of kid rape. They didn't fuck a kid. I know they didn't fuck a kid. I like I Metallica. Thought I, thought I call out Metallica <laughs> because I'm ambivalent toward them, but you love them, so I'm gonna call them child rape and snack like Saint Anger was about that. It was like well, earlier we were talking about a Big Bang Theory. Oh, and I was like, you fucking hate Big Bang Theory. And I had just mentioned the episode like, let me guess, let me let me guess what happened. And yeah, you kind of yeah, guessed, you're yeah, on the nose. Raj goes on a date with a girl like, oh yeah, let me guess. He drinks and can talk to her, but he's an asshole because he drinks. And you're like, oh no, no, he takes a medicine that like lets him talk to girls. Like, Oh, let me guess, there's a side effect of the medicine that ruins the date. Like, yeah, it makes him take his clothes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fucking know, Chris. <laughs> 
because <laughs> you called it. Because <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I wrote a better fucking episode in the minute I was thinking about it, and then I had to dumb it the fuck down to make it be what they did. <laughs> and yet, I'm the kind of guy that I hate everything. Yeah. That is popular yeah. Like it'll be something That's kind of Halfway decent But if yeah. other people Like it Just takes the Fucking pleasure Out of it yeah. Yet I like Big Bang Theory yeah. Yet how you feel About that is how I feel About everything else Well, well no Because I don't hate Big Bang Theory Because other people Like Big Bang Theory I hate those people For liking Big Bang Theory Because it's Fucking awful <laughs> I mean It's bubblegum It's it's innocuous At best it's, 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 No it's, it's not innocuous It's offensive as shit It's nerd blackface uh, I don't I don't see it that way Wait. Yeah, man. In, in, in a in a world where we're finally getting some traction with like you know superhero movies and shit being social currency, mm-hmm. we've got you know Penny as the audience surrogate. You know, Sheldon sends some you know barely researched shit out there that you know all makes sense, but oh, it went over her head, and it's like I don't know what you just said. But I'm hungry, and everyone laughs their fucking asses off. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't get that either. This is a good show because it puts those fucking nerd faggots in their place. Yeah, you know what? If I were a Pakistani, I couldn't talk to girls either because I'm such a fucking dork. That's that's that, that, that's how I feel about the audience of that show. Whoever's keeping this show on the fucking air, that is that is a portrait of you and my dad, who also loves the show but is an intelligent human being. I think I'm halfway intelligent. And then, like, I, I, part of my, like, I wrote a spec script. I wrote two spec scripts. Because yep. it's sort of like, I mean, it's th- that model doesn't really exist in Hollywood anymore. But I'm like, okay, I'll take a popular show that's on TV. Yep. I'll write a, an episode for it. An episode, two episodes that I'm, I'm kind of proud of. Like, I mean, they're, they're, they yeah. take place in, like, season five, season six. It's not like the modern episodes. Yeah, first beat them the fuck back to you. They're like, oh, no, we don't want to get people's expectations up. <laughs> Uh, but actually, I mean, I do Shit, follow. This one's got a good twist to it. <laughs> I fo- I follow Bill Prady on uh, on Twitter. For those of you and who don't know, Bill Prady is the man who invented penicillin. Yeah. No, no, he's oh. the guy that. He's the main writer of the Big Bang Theory. Well, don't just name drop him like everyone fucking knows who he is, then, Chris. Well, I mean, well, I mean you know, there is Chuck Lorre, uh, you know, the guy behind, you know, Two and a Half Men, yeah. John Cryer. And, uh, <laughs> He's behind Two and a Half Men? Yeah, I heard that about him. And, uh,. But not know, that there's anything wrong with that. Just you know, but he's more—he's a producer, and and he did a lot of shows. And, and Big Bang Theory is one of his shows. I mean, he's been doing, like when you realize that he—he's been a producer for so long that he wrote the theme song to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I just—I want everyone which, to know that he said producer twice and didn't throw up air quotes, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> well, he's a producer. He, he uh, gets, no, his no, name no. Pro- is on these shows. But producers help content come into being, not those things. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, I know. It's a l- beloved show. It's, like I said, innocuous at best. It's bubblegum for the fucking mind, yeah. and 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 you're you're going after it with such you, fucking. You know hostile. what else is a? That's fucking, how I. I guess I mean. You know what else is a bubblegum? Is that gum, how innocuous? I sound? Yes, this is how you sound. But about fucking everything. I've got specific goddamn targets, military targets, man. Big Bang Theory is Dantooine, and fucking Duck Dynasty is Alderaan. Except it's not peaceful, and they do have weapons. <laughs> At least Duck Dynasty does. All right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, here's a pop culture reference. Right. Hey, we're gonna play Galaga and dress like the Flash, yeah. <laughs> or or we're just gonna fucking get shit wrong and then make fun of the people for liking it. <laughs> fucking like, 
calling the doctor Doctor Who. The character's name is the fucking doctor. And any fucking nerd who likes Doctor Who would know that shit. But not the guys who Googled it quick for Big Bang Theory. Gotcha. Bitches. It's weird when I hear... Is, it, is that how I sound? Shit. <laughs> or, or when fucking Penny dresses up as Wonder Woman and Sheldon's like, huh, Wonder Woman's never been blonde. And then you just fucking Google quick blonde Wonder Woman. Like, oh yeah, she has multiple fucking times. Ah. There's... And this is shit I didn't know... But that has been pointed out, and you're like, oh, hey. well, yeah, I do the fucking Doctor Who thing. But, you know, hey, Wonder Woman has been blonde a lot, and I wouldn't fucking know that. But you know who would? Sheldon fucking Cooper. Yeah. As he's written in the show. He has eidetic memory. Yeah. And he has Asperger's. No, no, he doesn't. His mom had him tested for some fucking bullshit that's on t-shirt. Well, well, no. well no, everyone goes, he's crazy. He goes, I'm not crazy, my mom had yeah, me he's tested. got that fucking t-shirt that says, I'm not retarded, bazinga. <laughs> Oh my god, I want that fucking shirt. It's got got a picture of like Doogie Howser on it. It just says, I'm not retarded, Bazinga. Bazanga. A Photoshop of someone punching Sheldon in the face? No, no, no. No, I want it to just be wrong in every possible way. So I want it to be Doogie Howser and says, I'm not retarded, Bazanga. And uh, what was the guy? Oh, I hope Tommy B likes Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so I go to his house and punch him in the fucking dick. <laughs> Tommy B, I'm out for blood. Add me on Facebook, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's never going to add Chris Mounts. Yep. Chris Mounts is being held hostage in my fucking friend limbo <laughs> until you send me a request. <laughs> also, Chris Mounts, if you like Big Bang Theory... <laughs> Rescind your friend request. Yeah, you, you can. <laughs> did you say you unfriended somebody who, who liked something? Yes. What did, what did they like? What did, I forgot. Was it was it Big Bang? No, I forgot the context. They said something was wonderful. Oh fuck! What was it? Oh yeah, they were like, "Young Sheldon looks delightful," and I was like, "You're not my friend on Facebook anymore." <laughs> and I don't. I mean, I kind of get the whole Young Sheldon like not getting. I mean, I I think I've seen one episode. I wasn't exactly pleased with it. You know, I, I don't. I don't like precocious youth. Right. That does get irritating. Uh, did you see? There's, there's, have you seen that other new one with Mindy Kaling? And, uh, and like, she's the mom of some kid, and he's this very sassy. He's, he's pre. He's like pre. He's like pre. He's like twelve years right. old or something like that. But it's like he's very sassy in a way where you know he's going to grow up and be very fabulous. You know, oh, you're saying you're gonna suck a lot of dicks. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. All yeah, right, cool. but he's gonna grow up and be very, very uh, feet and, and 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 out there and 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 you know. And it's like, oh, it's it's, it's so funny because this kid is like, you what know, kind what, of fucking what, pansy what? says a feat. A feat. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, some people when they grow up, they want to be astronauts. When I grow up, I want to be Wendy Williams. You know, and this is like a twelve year old boy saying it. Is Wendy Williams? Is a she's a she's a. Uh, he's a he, she. She's a sassy uh, black TV oh, wait, radio she, show she's host. The one that fucking got the... heat stroke in the Statue of Liberty costume. Yeah, <laughs> and has the gigundous tits. And... I want to be her too, man. <laughs> like you know, some people when they grow up, they want to be an astronaut. And I grow up, I want to be Wendy Williams. And it's like, dude, you're 12. Yeah. You know, you know. I, just, I, I want to hit you, but it would be a hate crime. But I, I, <laughs> not because yeah. it's a hate crime. I just want to hit you for being annoying. Right. Well, no. But I'd get arrested for a hate crime. Well, they need to prove intent. <laughs> For it to stick in the hate crime. It's still assaulting a minor, which like you don't want to do. But um, yeah, I, I will. I will agree with you that the the precocious, sassy little kid uh-huh. fucking aged out with Macaulay. 
Oh yeah. We, we should just cut it the fuck out. Yeah, and it's but it's with Mindy Kaling, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, don't you know, like, like, don't worry, mother. I know you don't have a sense of style, you know, and I'll dress you up for your date, you know, like, oh, and it's because he was like interview. He was interviewed on one of the like late night shows that I, I watch. Um, I don't. I don't like anyone who calls their parent mother or father un- unironically. <laughs> and the issue is, apparently, my brother listens to our podcast. Oh. He does that. Oh. But I feel like he started doing it ironically, and now he just does it all the fucking time. <laughs> it's like, hey, are you coming to Father's for dinner tonight? Like, I feel like, like, ten years ago, that would have been like, hey, are you coming to Father's to dine with us as, like, a joke? But now it's a fucking habit. Like, when I... I fucking verbal hashtagged back in high school to make fun of people, and I just kept saying hashtag before everything. Like, oh fuck, <laughs> it happened, didn't it? But I would like I, I used to say, "Mommy dearest," yeah. you know, from the uh, from the yeah. movie, and my, that bothered my mom from, all from, the time. From what movie? Mommy dearest. I know. <laughs> no more hanging wires. I mean, no more wires. <laughs> that was a Futurama yeah. joke. <laughs> Fuck, fucked up. Yeah. All right, and I guess we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back again. I don't know. I mean, I'm having a conversation with him. We'll be back. Wakanda. Wakanda. Stay Wakanda. It's the social justice arm of the Black Panthers. <laughs> Wakanda. Social justice warrior. You don't get sex kiss. <laughs> sex treats. Sex prizes. Sex prizes. Yeah, don't get sex prizes. So you're you shaved your head, or you cut it recently. I didn't, I didn't shave it. My girlfriend shaved my head. Ah. Okay. She's got to get by the ear, though, because you got a couple straight there by the ear. Green. It'll be fine. So when you shave your head, you look much more like a... Yeah. Like an adult? No, shaved head, blue eyes, and like... Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I am what Hitler had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got a licensed cosmetologist living with me. Think I'm going to cut my own hair? Ah. So she, she, she studies the weather? Stars? And my fucking She's car. She's a cosmetologist. <laughs> not, not a cosmologist, which I don't believe is a word. And not a meteorologist. <laughs> so the, a meteorologist is a weatherman. Right. So that means a weatherman, when you call someone a weatherman, is it someone who studies the stars? The meteors? An astrologist <laughs> or an astronomer? I just always, I always found that weird when they called a, a weatherman... Or a weather person, excuse me. I'll stay Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, the meteorologists. Yeah. But they don't study meteors. They study weather. <laughs> but then you said you live with a cosmologist. Yeah. It sounds like someone I, I, studies I, I the cosmos. Not, I did not say I live with a cosmologist. I said I live with a cosmetologist. Cosmetologist. As in cosmeticology. Ah. Studies how people look and how you can make them look. They're cosmetological... Practices. <laughs> she she can do hair. <laughs> I live with a licensed hairdoer. I'm not ah, going to cut my own hair. See, so just say that a hairdoer. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I needed to dumb it down for you. <laughs> you can break down the etymology of cosmetologist. <laughs> hairdoer. I'll try to be a little more respectful for your limitations. I got next my time. PhD in hairdoing. It's <laughs> not, not a PhD. <laughs> Got my hair did. Yeah. Anyway, I got my hair did, my beard <laughs> trimmed. I'm feeling sexy today. Ah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. Can we get on with the show? <laughs> so I guess to follow up for our listeners, because we ended the last episode with, we don't know if this is going to be the last car cast. So I, I, I've been back to work one day. You did not get fired. I have not yet. 
<laughs> You're not going to get fired. Probably no, not. Just fucking nothing is going to happen. Yeah. It's like, hey, there's a problem. Yeah. Um, there's something, you know, there's some inequality coming around yeah. here. Could you yeah. stay woke and, uh, you know, follow up? And the email came back just one word. So? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I, I, I support the decisions made by my team. Well, you, you were but, looking at it as this big binary thing, like, I'm either getting promoted or fired, like, or, or fucking nothing could happen to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, you would think something like that, like, kind of jumping up two rungs sort of puts a puts a, a target on your back. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, you know, like, it'd be one of those deals where, like, I bet if I had a lot of latenesses or if I had a lot of, uh, you know, calling out or whatever, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, why, why, why don't we address that? You know, like, we're, okay. You're doing so well, well, then why are you fucking late every day? You're doing so great, why don't you go do great somewhere else? Yeah. You fuck. Messing with my tea times here. A little beeps on my phone. Oh, beeps on the phone? From, from, the, from the email. That's with the tea time, like, like he's golfing. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, I thought, like, I was like, is there something about golfing and beeping on the phone that I'm not aware of? Yeah, they're getting messages. Yes. <laughs> don't interrupt my golf time. There you go. With your Jeez, did you messages. Did you <laughs> Well, this technical does after midnight count as today? Yes. Then yes. On the calendar. <laughs> yes, technically. I had some sleep since then. <laughs> Time for the alcohol to run its way out of my body. Well, there's the problem. You got to top up. <laughs> right before work. You're not sharp when you're sober. <laughs> not sharp when you're drunk either, but at least you're fun. <laughs> I fall downstairs a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. It's sort of like when, a, when you get when a drunk person gets hit by a car, like you kind of just go with the flow, you know. You start taking on those havoc physics. <laughs> a sober person tenses up, you know, prepares for the brace. The drunk person just goes with it, man. Yeah. So, sober people, the, the physics were done in house to be realistic. They're like, oh, let's just throw havoc in for the for the drunks. As soon as something touches them, they ragdoll until they come to a complete stop, and then they can get back up. Yeah, like you said, the the video games that use the havoc engine. Yeah. Don't uh, people are like? Wow, this is so realistic. Like, is it though? Because like, no one tries. No one tries to break their fall or anything. Yeah. You know, you punch someone and they fall over, and they don't like throw out a hand to try to not fall. They just like, oh, you got me. I'm not on my feet anymore. I guess this is just. I'll just this, is, my neck. this is life until I stop moving. <laughs> so, I, so just a, a few more corrections, I guess, since the last time. I keep messing up. It's egregious, <laughs> not egregious. Oh no, not that. Okay. Uh, it was the original Odd Couple. Right. Was Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Right. That was like from the original movie. Then when it turned into a TV show, it was Jack Klugman and Tony Randall. And then when it turned very briefly into a good TV show, it was Charlie Sheen and John Cryer. No, that's two and a half men. Right, but they, they were just the fucking odd couple. It was the odd couple? And that was great for like two fucking seasons, and then they ran out of ideas. Well, you know, in the late 70s, early 80s, it was a black odd couple. And oh, oh, no punchline. <laughs> no no punchline, yeah. Right. yeah. Like, what, 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 what were they called? What were they called? <laughs> Weird motherfuckers. <laughs> What's the haps on the crafts? <laughs> So does the Odd Couple. That that's a that that's not a woke name. <laughs> well, no, the, what the, an odd couple! Two well, guys living well, together. The, 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 <laughs> Stay well, woke, man. Well, no, it's the, the Odd Couple because they're two very different people. I get that, but what's the haps on the craft? That's just like 
<laughs> they're trying to update it. No, they're trying to figure out why somebody has diarrhea. <laughs> Tuesdays this fall on CBS, what's the haps with the craps? We follow the craps family and figure out what's happening. Doesn't they all just stand outside the bathroom. <laughs> One person's in there. <laughs> Dave, you've been in there for six hours. Yeah, I know. I don't think we cooked that chicken enough last night. Well, fuck, man. I gotta get in and brush my teeth, so if you can just tell me what's the half of the crap so I can plan my day around it. Oh, that's why I call it that. I, I, got, a, I, got, I got, a, got a couple jokes for you. Okay. Um, here's the, the kid version of the joke. What's the difference between pea soup and mashed potatoes? Uh, I've never mashed potatoes. And anyone can mash potatoes. Yes. Not everyone can do so. So the adult version. What's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo? I've never paid someone to garbanzo on I, my bed. I, I would never let a garbanzo in my mouth. Uh-huh. But I would let a, a chickpea. Chick there you go. In my mouth. Yes. I'm not into that water sports. Oh, you don't have to be for it to be a funny joke. Well, no. But if you want to... <laughs> let's say let's let's let's. <laughs> well, you want you want to take some sort of moral stance against the punchline. <laughs> well, no, I just well, I got, got a story about three nuns to tell. I knew a girl that was that was into that stuff. Yeah. Like she was into the, the urinating on her, sort of like a humiliating yeah. kind of deal. And then like didn't I didn't like the idea of just doing it in the bathtub? Yeah. Like wanted to do it in the bed. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I've got this at your house, maybe. I've got I've got this sick running joke. Why does it smell in here? <laughs> Anytime Tori says she has to pee or you know anything, I just open my mouth and look at her, <laughs> try to make her as uncomfortable as possible. Oh, I got to pee. No one day she's gonna right. take you up on that. Right. <laughs> All right, soldier, yeah. saddle up. <laughs> yeah. Lay down here on the floor, tip, tipping my chin to my chest, <laughs> top of my head sticking straight up. You just do what needs to be done. Cause oh man, what's the guy? Joe DiMaggio. The baseball player? Joe Di- is it Joe DiMaggio? John DiMaggio? John DiMaggio. Bender? The voice of Bender says the key to doing a proper Tracy Morgan impression. Yeah. It's it, a chin to your chest. And it's funny because you do it and it makes your Tracy Morgan chin your chest. We're going to get everybody pregnant. Miss Lemon, I don't know if we can do TGS right now. Because I got a ninja going to form on his way. I'm going to need to wait on those nunchucks. I couldn't get first aid shipping for those, but I'll have the outfit if you want to do some wide shots. <laughs> yeah, that works pretty well. My Amazon Prime don't want to deliver no nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just make putting your chin in your chest? <laughs> and putting your chin in your chest sounds like something Tracy Morgan says. Put your, put your chin in your chest. I want a divorce, Deborah. Yeah, it works. <laughs> works for anything. This Uber don't. This Uber don't let me put a lion in the back seat. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to tell you, girls, this, but your parents have perished in a terrible fire. Perish means died. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> The man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> you ever read the Dark Tower, Ms. Lemon? <laughs> it's a long epic chill with seven books about the man in black. There's an eighth book, too, but you could skip that. That's just a fairy tale taking place within the fairy tale. It's just what I went through a keyhole. Shit, you ever see Inception? <laughs> 
<laughs> this will be the remainder of the week. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend messing with her. Yeah, who saw her? It, it takes the souls of those she kills. <laughs> oh, you some kind of suicide squad? They're not stealing book of Jimmy. This is fucking SNL. I, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> I got SNL at the end. Everything else sounded like Kramer having a stroke. I said, Jerry. The knife, the knife seal has been broken, Jerry. Right, well, they said, fuck on us, you know. I saw two kids left by eating a dog. I got, the, I got the, the Kramer flavor from it when you said Jerry. It was kind of... Oh. Other than the rest, I guess. It's Tracy Morgan I, I doing Rick. Yeah, I, I didn't even pick up on the Jerry, but, like, I also heard the Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, it's like a subliminal Jerry. It's subliminal speaking. Episode title, Subliminal Jerry. Before I get into this argument, we'll be back with more Dick and Fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. Pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the letter N-dash 
clickandhit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. back on the show. We're back. It's called continuity. It's been eight hours, but we're still talking about Tracy Morgan. <laughs> we're really not, though. <laughs> not, not even close. Snicker, snicker. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna fight big balls. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna fight big balls. The Swahili localization. And the, mo- and the mother, mother, mother. We're gonna fight the big balls. What's that place we fight the big balls, mother? What are you talking about right now? Metal Gear Solid Five. What about mother? You fight, you fight the big boss. In Metal Gear Solid 5? Yeah. You never fight Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh. What did they call that place? Mother something? Mother Base? How can you go to throw? Order Brother No once again. Back is the incredible Rive Animal. The incredible Deep will get to be number one. Five will say freeze. And I got them. Okay. <laughs> they, don't, they don't rhyme incredible with incredible. The second one is uncannable. Uncannable. Other than that, yeah, fucking point to you, dick. I didn't realize I was a target. <laughs> Let me have this. Now it's fucking hot. <laughs> well, it is Tarantino Tuesdays. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm wondering because yeah. I'm trying to think of what 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 in our lives have happened recently that can be used as a as a topic of conversation. What would be the most absurd thing that I could think of? And I thought of it. What if Quentin Tarantino gave a eulogy at the funeral for a hamster? This is fucked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> not cool. This, has it really affected you? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's about to. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, you know, like, a, like if having a funeral for a hamster isn't an, an absurd enough concept. Thank you all for coming out to this humble occasion. A lot of you knew Bob. As a pet, as a co-worker, as a fucking friend. I knew him as something more. He was a fucking coke fiend back before being a coke fiend was a fucking thing. Alright. This guy used to rip fat fucking lines until his little heart was going about 200 beats per minute, which is high even for a fucking hamster. But he could hang with the best of them. And when he got fucking clean, okay, he got clean like... He got clean like Andy Dufresne coming out the fucking pipe, Okay. (laughs) He, he had crawled through a river of shit in his life. And the next thing you know, he's got a fucking family, alright? He's fucking a girl hamster. They filled the cage in a week. You know the gestation period of a hamster is? It's a fucking breath of a baby. <laughs> he leaves behind 30 fucking kids, 98 grandchildren, and a big-titted fucking third wife, okay? And we're all gonna miss him! But we're never gonna forget him! Hi, Sally. And that was Tarantino Tuesdays. Gwen Tarantino gives a eulogy at a hamster's funeral. I have to say, uh-huh. as my own best best and worst critic, that was my favorite one so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it wasn't as funny as the rest. I feel like it was the most true to Quentin Tarantino <laughs> out of all of them. Bringing up a sword, the hamster's sordid past yep. at his funeral. <laughs> yep. and yeah, you know, he fucked up. We all fuck up, all right? 
But what he did is he turned around and he fucking made it right, alright? He built a fucking empire literally, metaphysically, figuratively, and basically. When life gives you chips, we make chunks. (laughs) When life gives you pellets, fuck them out. (laughs) Most of us are going through our metaphysical hamster wheel when he was in a literal hamster wheel. He, he really knew the rat race <laughs> better than any of us, except for actual rats. <laughs> they really know the rat race. Yeah. They, they kind of invented the rat race. <laughs> He's not heavy, man. He's my brother. <laughs> and I mean that not in the literal sense, but in the way black people use it, which I feel is more meaningful. <laughs> I, I can't take credit. That was from Zulander. <laughs> Rufus, Brent, and Beekus were brothers to me. And I don't mean that like actual family, but I mean it the way black people use it, use it which I feel is more meaningful. <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog. He was a good friend of mine. Oh, did you know that just means he's French? He wasn't an actual bullfrog? Wow, so that's like half of that is... Uh... Half a frog is a very derogatory term. Yeah. And bull. Yeah. I mean, I've heard like, the phrase. It, I've heard it, the phrase "bull dyke." Right, I was gonna say it doesn't improve dyke, <laughs> so I can only imagine what it does to frog. <laughs> Jeremiah was this fat fucking Frenchman came over here on an inflatable boat, but he was a good friend of mine. <laughs> he was a goddamn lush, but he shared. <laughs> also, Anywhere there was fucking cheese and wine. Alright, speak of him in the past tense because he's fucking dead too, okay? <laughs> him and Bob died in the same fucking plane crash. Buddy Holly style. You know, you think you get on a plane, there's a hamster, and there's a bullfrog. You think, you know, it's going to be a pretty good day. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> Darkness was lurking just around the corner. Only tragedy... Happens when a bullfrog and a hamster within the same vicinity. <laughs> Nobody knows that the hamster and the bullfrog are natural enemies. <laughs> but they live in a lighthouse for some reason. <laughs> Somehow their fight distracted the, the pilot of the plane. <laughs> yeah. like fucking Peter and the chicken. <laughs> it's just a hamster and a bullfrog <laughs> rolling up and down the aisles of an airplane. <laughs> Sir, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Uh, if you look to the aisle, you'll see a hamster fighting a bullfrog. <laughs> and if you look to your right, you'll see the Hudson River, which should really be a lot lower, but I'm uh, pretty drunk. <laughs> oh, shit, a goose. <laughs> yeah. You know, Sully was a lot like Top Gun, because the plane went down and goose died. <laughs> you know, I was there. I was. Had Sully made, like, a three-degree turn to the left, I, I could have died. God damn it, Sully. <laughs> you could have saved us a lot of fucking headache. <laughs> Tommy B could have gotten married and had kids by now. <laughs> oh my god, I have like the reverse. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> I wasn't born. Was, yeah. So many much better things would have happened. If you could have died in fucking Sully's great landing, <laughs> everyone else would be so much happier. <laughs> he fucked up. They should make that movie. The guy's like, I wish I was dead. Like, oh, do you? Well, maybe you should look at what the world would be like without you. And then the guy's like, oh, fuck, man, maybe you should jump. <laughs> Your parents didn't get a divorce. 
No, your parents... Hey, bought a house in Cancun! Yep, your parents stayed together. You didn't accidentally drown your sister when you were kids. <laughs> Hillary won, and there's peace in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Chug the bottle. <laughs> Which <Hey>. bottle? Every <laughs> bottle! Gary, uh, Gary Oldman is the angel. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, Gary Oldman gets his wings. It's completely underutilized. We don't. There's no real reason we need Gary Oldman, except when he's like, "All right, then, chug the bottle. Which, which bottle? Every bottle." And that's how he gets his Oscar. <laughs> the, the, the next one, I guess. Yeah, because right, he was Winston Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> Detective Gordon. Oh, I guess I see the shirt. Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. But he was Detective Gordon in the first book. In Batman Begins, he was still Detective Gordon. Yeah. Uh, then he was Commissioner Gordon for a minute, then he got fucking killed, and then he was fine. Then it was Lieutenant Gordon. I thought he was Commissioner. No, no. Yeah. No. Maybe. Fuck. And then Anything he became Commissioner. That happened. And then he was the bad guy from the Fifth Element. Ah, fuck. Zorg? With the, was it? Oh, it is Zorg. Jesus Christ. You didn't even see that movie, right? Or did you? Years and years and years ago. Okay. And Gary Oldman and Bruce Willis do not share a single scene in that film. Uh, that's right. Even though it's fucking weird because they're the protagonist and the antagonist, respectively. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still I still brace myself for the fucking car to get rear ended. We're fine, man. I don't know. It's just something I do, man. What, being a pussy? No, fucking brace for the fucking worst possible thing. I think TV movies are TV TV and movies. You, you have all got us fucking, like, post-traumatic stress when it comes to, like, getting T-boned. Because so many movies have that scene where the camera's, like, right there and right. they get T-boned and, like, we can see it, but they can't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, though. You know what causes more fatalities in car crashes than anything else? Racing for impact. Uh-huh. Why do you think drunk people survive every fucking crash? Because they ragdoll. They go havoc on the shit. <laughs> when you brace for impact, everything's fucking rigid and ready to break. When you're not worrying about it and just staying relaxed... Fuck, dude, you just noodle around and bounce off of stuff. <laughs> Jackie Chan in that one movie. Jackie Chan in every movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shanghai Moon. I meant Drunken Master. <laughs> I meant Armor of God. I meant, Shang- I meant Operation Condor 2, Armor of the Gods. Shanghai Knights? Karate Kid. <laughs> Rush Hour 2. Rush Hour 3. Rush Hour. A Rumble in the Bronx. Slow <laughs> <laughs> Good, because my next one was going to be the Jackie Chan Adventures. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Like, oh, Jackie Chan does all his stunts and all his movies. Oh, uh, fucking Lego Ninjago movie. He played Sensei Wu. Ah. And he did did Lego (laughs) mocap. He did mocap for the Lego karate, and they're like, well, we'll figure this out. We just wanted to see him in that motion capture suit. <laughs> 50 bucks says I could give Jackie Chan the motion capture suit. Dude, bullshit. He's just as a consultant. No, fucking watch this, He's man. doing the voice. Hey, hey Jackie! Come here! 100 bucks I can give him to shit the mocap suit. <laughs> got this brown note machine. <laughs> Bought off of Amazon. We're going to have him keep hitting his head against this fucking board until he passes out. He's going to lose all fucking motor control and just shit his pants. <laughs> guy at the uh, uh, craft services <laughs> just sold him well, all we have left are burritos right. so he's had about four burritos so far right. the, the pink slips of our cars 
against I can get Jackie Chan to get fucking shit-faced and fuck someone through the mocap suit. Like, just wearing it, but with his dick through the little piss hole. <laughs> shit, man. You haven't been wrong so far, but I really like your car. <laughs> Guys, this is a children's movie. <laughs> Alright, well, turn off the camera then. Yeah, that's fucking right. I knew you wouldn't, because you want to see this as badly as I do. Brings new meaning to Ninjago, you know. Running Dangerfield's ghost, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was watching Family Guy because we had um, we had did the Ronnie Dangerfield bit, and from this for the episode art, I used Rover Dangerfield, the Ronnie Dangerfield animated series uh, movie, animated movie, and they had a Ro- Rover Dangerfield joke on this last week's episode of, of uh, Family Guy. So you think they listen to our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> they called Korea and said, "Fucking animate that shit now." <laughs> you call Ron Korea, we nuke you. <laughs> Why would you synchronize your bus schedule like to be so perfect that no one else can get through? Why would I never you put thought the, it would happen. Why would you put the bus stops right across the street from each other? They knew they could. They didn't know that they should. <laughs> your traffic scientists spend so much time. They never considered perfecting the buses. Never considered the fact that two city buses might be on time at the same time. <laughs> and they said time twice. Yeah. So the so two fifteen. Ah. But the 215's here, too. That's not a left turn lane. What are you doing, crazy lady? Oh, you're just making it so I can't go. That's that's pretty neat. That's cool. Clearly live around here. Series of accidents created by the perfect bus schedules. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, the system's too perfect. Some guy at RTS just laughing maniacally. <laughs> Soon she'll love me for who I am and what I can do. <laughs> the crashes will spell out our names. <laughs> it's gonna take a while. Do you love me, Maljessicles? Another, another uh, evil plot by Dark, by Professor Glass or whatever it was. Some unbreakable. Uh, look at this Helena Bottom Carter character in the car behind us, though. Oh, I can't. Well, you know. Your neck does go a full 180 if you have your body work well, with you. I don't want to. I don't want to turn around. I don't want to turn around. Look at them. Try and use a complex system of mirrors. <laughs> it's just too late now. They're yeah. gone. Aww. Anyway, a movie's ever made about her life, which I doubt. She's the guy. She's the girl. He's trying to impress. Yeah. He's trying to impress Helena Bonham Carter. That's, that, that's Michaela Cleese or whatever. Jessicles. Majesticles. Rebecca Cleese. <laughs> John Cleese? <laughs> and a strange... Do you, do you love me yet, John Marwood Cleese? <laughs> Why do I know John Cleese's middle name? Well, um, answer your, your guess in the comments, and I'll tell you if you're right or not. It's from a commentary track for mm-hmm. King Arthur or whatever. The, the clue to both our listeners is it, this one says Basil on it. Ah. If, you can, if you can get it from there, you win. That was on a list nothing. of. That was on a. Well, shit. That that show. What show? Faulty Towers. Nope. Got nothing to do with that. Ah. Which is crazy because of Basil Faulty, but no. 
Ah. Yeah, nothing to do with faulty showers. I was because I, I I was saw a list and it was I mean, of course it's an arbitrary list on the internet, but it's like you know top ten funniest shows ever, and it was like Seinfeld, Simpsons, Faulty Towers, and I'm aware of Faulty Towers. I'm pretty sure I've seen maybe two or three episodes. I think I even watched a couple episodes of an American reboot. What Faulty Towers? Yeah. And uh, is it called Seinfeld? Seinfeld has classically faulty towers plots where the entire thing would be solved in the first five minutes if one person just told the truth. Ah, that's that was the basis of faulty towers. Is oh, I thought it was someone wa- doesn't want Seinf- someone to know something for some reason, and that leads to just a, a snowball of lies, and that is that is faulty towers, and that is Seinfeld. I'm gonna hide the thing for the girl. Her father's coming, and she's an Indian chief. <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a show about nothing. It's a show about escalating webs of deception. Welcome to my hotel. Would you like a towel? Hours. Yeah, this is to be a chocolate show. Howdy, how does he get afford to live in a hotel all this time? Kramer, what's wrong with you? I'm pretty sure we work here, Jerry. Why you never see us doing any work? It must be from Two Broke Girls. What? The crossover. Yeah. The Two Broke Girls Faulty Towers crossover. Wow. Movie. <laughs> I'll take shit I didn't watch when it wasn't the same thing for 500, Alex. <laughs> the movie nobody wanted. Yeah. Faulty Towers, that was on before Monty Python on PBS sometimes. Yeah. Right after Masterpiece Theater. I watch. And Doctor Who. He's a Doctor Who. Maybe. I, I didn't say Doctor Who at any point just now. But that was like the Friday nights. It was like Doctor Who, Faulty Towers. I was like Saturdays in the late... up appearances. The late 90s and early 2000s on Saturday, we would you know, catch the end credits of Faulty Towers so that we could watch Red Green. The Red Green show, you ever watch that? Or Red Green, now? That was a good fucking show. It was on PBS. It was like a... Like, like, you know, all those you know, handyman shows, like, we're going to teach you how to fix your lawnmower today kind of things. Mm-hmm. It was like that, but it was like a like a spoof of those. Oh. This guy, like, so I, was, I was thinking, you know, you got those uh, those matchbox cars, you pull them backward, and then they shoot way far forward. And I wonder, can we do that with a real car to try and save on some gas? And they'll, you know, fix up rubber bands to it and go in reverse 10 feet, and it, like, shoots them forward a mile and stuff. Oh, just, you know, goofy stuff like that. And then Monty Python would come on right after that. And then when that was over, we could switch over to Mad TV. And then when that was over, we could switch over to what's left of Saturday Night Live. Ah. And that was that was Saturday Night Watching back in my household. Well, uh, I, I distinctly remember the Monty Python being on Friday nights. Okay, and you, you would see, like, a commercial for, like, Masterpiece Theater. And, uh, once again... Uh, you know, but I mean, like all the British shows, like way before, like BBC TV, BBC America was a thing. It was like you know, Faulty Towers, Keeping Up Appearances. Have you ever seen that? Keeping Up Appearances. Uh, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. No, it's uh, coincidentally like my ex-wife really liked the show, so she bought like the box sets, and I watched. And it's actually really funny. It's about like this. It's a poor family, but the wife has rich tastes. And she's always doing things she can to impress rich people. But, like, the rest of her family are just pure fucking trash. You know, and then, you know, they have, like, the brother-in-law, the, I don't know, the brother-in-law, the father, or it's like, he sits in you know, his beer gut and fucking, you know, mustard stains all over it. And, you know, but she's always wearing, like, you know, big floral hats and, you know, she's trying to impress high society. 
and like you know her you sister's know, like you know a what slut. They call that in South Korea? What's that? Gangnam Style. That's what that song's about. What? That song Gangnam Style is about. It's, it's being about. Poor? It's about poor people, you know, trying to appear rich to everybody. Ah, that's a Gangnam Style. So that's that's a fun fact. Gangnam Style is based off of that PBS show. <laughs> and uh, Red Dwarf. That was a. Yeah, it was definitely. It was definitely like. Well, Fridays. Yeah, it was like Red. Seriously, Fridays were like Red Dwarf, Doctor Who, and Monty Python. It was. Sci-Fi Channel before the Sci-Fi Channel before the Siffy Channel. Siffy. Hey, I got a bad case of the Siffy. Doctor says penicillin will clear it right up. To them. <laughs> I have to put it right on my red dwarf. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> got this topical cream. I got to rub on the red dwarf to get rid of the Siffy. <laughs> How else am I going to keep up appearances? Right. Oh ho! I don't want people to see my faulty tower. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be a big mighty Monty Python. <laughs> Yeah, they turned this weird kind of red green. <laughs> Wallace and Crawford. <laughs> I ran out of things. <laughs> I ran out of British things. I'm like, all right, well, you need to see uh, Doctor Ledestrastine to do that. And you're like, what? Doctor Who? <laughs> I thought you could use that in the beginning when you had to go see Doctor Who. To... So they're opening up. <laughs> they're opening up a Chick Fil A in Greece. Oh, why? And uh, have you ever have you ever eaten at a Chick Fil A? Don't we already have Arby's? <laughs> Um, yeah, I've eaten at Chick-fil-A in Virginia, and it was certainly food. Well, I would say the one I went to in Maryland, and once again, I mean, I'm talking about 2003, 2004, way before I, like, I knew about their politics. <laughs> and I went, to, I went to a buddy's house, he moved to Maryland, and, uh, you know, we were spending a couple of days here, and, uh, they had recently, like, the, it was, the, they opened up a mall, and once again, also keep in mind, like, the GPS technology of 2004, 2005, like, the mall was just built, but the GPS wasn't updated. So, like, you know, they just had this big lot. So, oh, come with me to the mall. They have this, you know, place called Chick-fil-A. Or, you know, like, one of those fast food places that outlies the mall. And so we went there, and I actually enjoyed the food. You know, they had a chicken sandwich that was pretty good. And, I mean, I do distinctly remember the giant pickle slice on it, which is probably, if you don't like that. Fuck off. <laughs> there was a rooster on the side of the room. That was crazy. Like that? No, just chilling, standing cock. Yeah, <laughs> and so I we had went, and then like I remember we went there like two or three times over the course of a week, and uh, and my buddy was like, oh, you know this this place, you know that it's closed on Sunday because the you know the owners are like super religious, and like that was the first time I ever heard of like first the first time I ever heard of the place period, and then like you know then like you know, the weird politics like it, it still blows my mind. I mean, there's there's even like there's counties in Jersey, just north of where I lived when I when I lived in Jersey, where like, you know, the entire malls closed on Sunday. This doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like, why would you sh- why would you shoot yourself in the foot? You know, a place like that where people go for leisure. Right. Well, why would you close a center of commerce mm-hmm. on everyone's day off? Yeah. Not everyone's day off, obviously, but most people's day off. Mm-hmm. And like, I. C- like I can understand some weird sort of like loophole where like I own the business, but I'm not going to go to work on Sunday. Right, I, 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 get, I get that where it's you like, know? oh, I don't work on Sunday. Just that all your, religious, your but Jewish and Hindu employees work. <laughs> give them Saturday off. That's their Sabbath. You know, and then have you know, fucking yarmulke wearing Satanists. <laughs> the 
Or Usual Sausage Shooter do not necessarily represent two strangers of vodka. Oh, I obviously don't think Jewish <laughs> I people... I speak in jest. Yeah, Jewish yeah, people yeah. don't even believe in Satan, <laughs> let alone worship him. And that's the real family, I think. <laughs> no matter what, I scroll in the back of my notebook. Uh, so... <laughs> you're you're going to piss in Jesus' face. You should at least love the morning star. You need someone watching out for you. <laughs> and so they're bracing for this... <laughs> Satanist redneck. That's a good character. <laughs> I call upon thee, the uh, Lord of the Underworld. I, 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 I sacrifice this baby. These are my children, Lilith and Beelzebubba. <laughs> and uh, little Dante over there. <laughs> Dante, you can tell he's a couple shades off, but don't worry about that. <laughs> we invoke the Dark Lord Satan and offer this girl's soul to you, Master. And Thanksgiving dinner will be delicious. <laughs> All right, everybody say, uh, what's the opposite of grace? <laughs> everybody say chaos. <laughs> All right, everyone, we go. Thank you, Dark Lord. So, yeah, fuck Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to... Yeah, they're uh-huh. bracing. Like, the, the, the police are like, the grease police. <laughs> the grease police, they come to me in my bed. That's the Dream Police, and sung by Apu, because I've never actually heard the song. <laughs> like, they're bracing for, like, this, you know, three-day-long fest, which, like, I think, like, you know, Sunday's going to be one of the days that could have to, you know, like, oh, we're going to finally get some relief on Sunday, because the place is closed. <laughs> no nope. deal. That's you watch out for the fucking vandals. Ah. I, I mean, like, the, ah. like, the people, like, the... The ones they, they, the protesters? No, like the ancient people, the vandals, hung out with the Visigoths and tore shit up. Oh, I just like to wear white makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Robert Smith. <laughs> I hate that when someone's like, they were into the goth culture and then they get into the whole fucking history. It's like, dude, you fucking hang out in the mall and listen to The Cure. We don't need a fucking history lesson. Oh, look at these nice gothic arches. It's just a dome ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, we're back. Yay! Talking about that grind house. We don't have to talk about that grind house. We have to talk about we, it? No, we, we don't. We don't have to? No, okay. Dude, we don't have to talk about the grind house double feature. And it has the guy that played Saeed from Lost. He takes people's balls. Oh, yeah. Bring me his ball. And they got Bruce Willis. And Rose McGowan. <laughs> When she was the last time she was still hot, Rose McGowan, before she went crazy. I mean, whatever. Justifiably crazy, I guess. (laughs) You fuck Harvey Weinstein (laughs) trying to keep your sanity, man. (laughs) staring into the face of Yogg Sassan. That's what to say. It's like, uh, (laughs) take a fucking sanity check, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Rule for sanity. We fuck Harvey Weinstein, the abyss stares back. I had a funny thought pop into my head the other day. Funny to me. Maybe you won't laugh at it. Don't you hate when you panic and kill the hooker? <laughs> no, that wasn't funny. That was, that was funny, like a funny smell. Uh-huh. Was, you, know, <laughs> you ever staring into the abyss, hoping just this once the abyss doesn't stare back <laughs> as it rips the weave off the other abyss <laughs> and just starts a real fucking scene in the food court? <laughs> Metaphorically, of course. <laughs> Like, that 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 string of words popped into my head the other time. Like, That's fucking funny. I've got no good context to put it in, but that was great. <laughs> a, like the, the this is a real housewife. <laughs> you the real, house, the real, real housewives of real yeah. <laughs> the metaphorical abyss is just some trashy person at the mall. It's like, 
Hey, when you stare into the abyss, sometimes you hope the abyss doesn't stare back at you as it tears the weave off that other abyss and just fucking throws her teeth all over the counter of the Taco Bell at the mall. <laughs> and uh, for 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 reasons, well, no, okay. It, it turns out they they shut down the website Backpage.com. What's Backpage.com? Backpage.com was a free classified website. Oh, so it was like advertising for whores. Yeah. <laughs> Did they shut it down because the, of whores? The FBI shut it down. Because of whores. Because of whores. Yeah. Uh, because I guess there's some new... Uh, this is a, called a, prostitution. A, a, uh, well, not new, but, you know, an anti-trafficking, anti-sex trafficking bill. Yeah. So they shut down Backpage. Oh. And they shut down Craigslist's... Personal the, the section, kind of casual encounter, casual. Ca- I think and, I just and look- it's having the reverse effect. I read about that. It's having the reverse effect it's supposed to because now pimps are just going to women who are you know fucking managing themselves, uh-huh. and they're having to get back into fucking being managed and shit. Yeah, because they don't have you know Backpage or Craigslist to fucking. So really, it's it's just making things bad. How many more chunks of this deer are we gonna pass before there's just no more red on the road? <laughs> God damn it! And it's raining. Well, not rain. Well, was it raining? It feels, it feels like it was. It felt like it rained. It was like moist than cold, <laughs> Grandma. Uh, oh no! That <laughs> cold means dead. That old gag. <laughs> she doesn't like it when you call her that, but yeah. <laughs> That's the grandpa calls her behind her back. <laughs> the old gag. Hey, you ever seen that old gag? You fucking Jerusalem cricket. <laughs> you can't use that word. That's our word. Oh, yeah. So, pill bugs. Pill bugs. Which we in upstate New York call potato bugs. But then. Are, are not the true potato bugs. Because potato bugs are Jerusalem crickets, which are terrifying. And I said, you can't say Jerusalem, Jerusalem crickets. That's our word. Yeah. <laughs> Get those Good fucking David. Jerusalem crickets off my lawn. <laughs> those Jerusalem crickets are just running the entertainment industry. Jesus <laughs> Why Harvey Weinstein was in power. Because of the Jerusalem Hashtag crickets. me too. <laughs> you were just every BuzzFeed article. <laughs> and every Breitbart article. Oh my god. I, Buzzbart. Do you ever look, look up... Do you ever... When you hit the Google app on your phone, and it'll give you like uh, custom articles over the things that you've you've Googled and stuff like that. I'll get like notifications where it's like, "Hey, something happened with PlayStation. I know you like that." Yeah, and yeah. so ty- ty- it was an article from Taika Waititi, and it was basically talking about how, although he know he loves New Zealand, it was fucking just gr- growing up a guy of his skin color. It was, he was, you know, he was discriminated against, it was racist as fuck, and like, basically, like, he said, like, like, his whole high school career, he had an after-school job working at, like, as a, working in a, in a supermarket, but because of his color, like, he was always a stock boy, they would never make him cashier, and, like, the same people who, uh, like, who he worked with for years... Like, one day just started, started accusing him of sniffing glue, which is, I guess is, you know, I guess in New Zealand, that's, like, a thing that, like, low lives do, whatever. And he's like, I've known you for fucking... Everyone sniffs glue. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before, way before there was Tide Pod challenges and snorting condoms, All I'm people saying were sniffing if glue. If you never sniff glue, you don't belong in this fucking industry, okay? <laughs> oh, Harvey. Shit, shit, I'm on the wrong day. <laughs> 
I sniffed glue and I stared into the apocalypse and I saw Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> David Lynch. Your Quentin Tarantino sounds like David Lynch. I sniffed glue yeah. and then I stared into the apocalypse and I saw Harvey Weinstein. And it was all a dream. And I said, I don't like you, Jerusalem Cricket. Bangkok. <laughs> Asian setting. Anyway, what were you saying about Taika Waititi before I derailed it? So he, uh, he, was, he was accused of sniffing. He was the, accused, like, like, but like in a weird, serious kid. way. And he's like, Taika, are you sniffing glue? And he's like, dicks. Like, like, I've I've known you guys for seven years or something like that. Like, our moms work together, and you're going to come at me with this bullshit. So he was basically saying that, like, you know, how racist. But then, like, and so I was looking at the article, and I kind of just clicked on the article without. But it was a fucking Breitbart article, oh. and I was like. I don't fucking like I'm pretty sure there's seeds of truth in that story but I don't fucking like I don't I would purpose I, if I had realized it was a Breitbart article I wouldn't have just clicked on it you know I started looking at the other articles that was on it and I was like oh shit I don't I like I don't want Google to start fucking sending me Breitbart articles right. and then uh, one of my neighbors on Facebook when I say neighbors I mean, my old neighbor or whatever a girl <laughs> I grew up profile's with. right next to mine it's my Facebook <laughs> um I guess she has she has turned like ultra conservative, and it was basically she she put a link to a poster of a painting of Jesus. Donald Trump. <laughs> well, I was like, it was a painting, but it wasn't like you weren't ordering the painting. It's like five different mediums. It was a link to a picture of a poster of a painting, <laughs> a painting. of a fucking dumpster of a <laughs> of a dumpster fire of a president. It, it's it's Donald Trump in a. Standing on the field of a football stadium. Standing on the field of a football stadium. Holding like a holding a tattered rag, holding a tattered flag in one hand and a rag in the other, and looking like he's crying, like he's wiping the flag down after it's been trampled at some sort of rally in a football field. And I'm like, does this did this happen? Were were flags trampled on a on a football stadium? I mean, I know the whole like kneeling thing. But was there a thing at a football stadium where flag? No, it's, it's it's a metaphor. It's a it's a metaphor. What's a metaphor? <laughs> I, I want that painting. So the darts at it. So that, no, so that I can hang it up in my house, have people walk in, see it, and then be like, no, no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> But, but like, like you, you, you can tell the exact kind of person that would buy that painting. Yeah, and it's like I don't. It's the person whose fucking team lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad, but that doesn't mean that you can do this. <laughs> and it's like that is such a weird, specific painting. And then plus, like, let's just say you're the person to fucking buy it, okay? Mm-hmm. Then to share the link on Facebook and say, "Hey, I bought this. You should buy it also." For the lack of better term, you know, hey, mm-hmm. here's here's a link to something I bought. Isn't it wonderful? I like this, and I think is, you will too. <laughs> you know, it's not. You know, it should be. You know, young Taiko Atita crying in the back room of a supermarket. <laughs> Put a bag of glue in his hand. He was a fucking rag in one hand and a can of spray paint in the other. He's got fucking witness me. He's got fucking chrome all over his face. Like, uh, I, I didn't sniff glue. No, that was a uh, uh, spray paint. That was my drug of choice. Did you read it? It was fucking expensive. Look, and New Zealand, you got your didgeridoos, and you got your didgeridounts. <laughs> Sniffing glue is a big didgeridount. <laughs> New Zealand, red, white, but never blue. <laughs> I think that's Canadians. <laughs> Fuck 
you, whatever. Give me that rag. Oh, shit, it's David Lynch again. He's back. <laughs> he I was, was, I was a fucking paint rag. I was huffing paint. I was staring into the abyss. And I saw that moon cricket, Harvey Weinstein. I thought I was Taika Waititi. <laughs> but you were no Taika Waititi, David Lynch. <laughs> I stick this bag and I gotta go pregnant. <laughs> Taika Waititi, you sniff a glue. Because I smell some glue. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't, I don't sniff glue anymore. I haven't done that since the shops. This motherfucker thinks he's a rock monster. Shaka shaka tiki. What'd you say? This motherfucker thinks he's a rock monster. Nothing to be afraid of unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> How much glue you sniff when you think of a big rock monster and you bang it out with a, with a bug with knives for hands? <laughs> see, see, we, we can do the impression thing. We just got to differentiate from, from Ralph Garman's impression. Tracy Morgan, Quentin Tarantino, Taika Waititi, these are some... Well, fucking breaking fucking ground here. Yeah, man. Just, you know, when, when your Tarantino kind of slips into David Lynch, then you're like, okay, we'll fucking back off, back off Ralph's Kool-Aid. <laughs> these impressions seem derivative. Thank you. Well, it's like when... In the early 90s when Dana Carvey was doing uh, uh, George uh, George Bush, George Sr. And everybody was doing an impression of George Sr., but they were doing Dana Carvey's impression of George Sr. This is Barbara. I call her Barb. I gotta do it. Thousand points of light. A kinder, gentler America. And it's like, and like George, George Bush Sr. like maybe said those things once. You know, and just and Dana Carvey just ran with it, and it was you have to understand like at that particular time when we saw the president a bunch of times on TV, we, we were like looking forward to the weekend to see how Dana Carvey would put his spin on it. I would have my armored car drivers know how to drive a fucking armored car. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Take it up two seats, two uh, two aisles, two seats, two two just two lanes. The airline says I have to. Okay, <laughs> don't to take up two lanes. You too fat to fly. I can pay. I can pay. I'm gonna take up two lanes because I don't want to know some driving next to me and goes, hey, I've got a shotgun, don't take my money. Yeah, well, that's a fucking Walmart truck. <laughs> He's just out of the game for a year. <laughs> I got a good idea, let's try the Walmart. <laughs> really, Tracy? <laughs> I know what I said. I'll go to fucking Walmart. You know, if I was Tracy Morgan, I would just walk into Walmarts and take whatever the fuck I wanted. I can take what I want. On the I'll way out, they're like, so you can't do that. You know who I am? I'm Tracy fucking Morgan. I almost got killed by you motherfuckers. And they're like, hey, I'm Mr. Morgan. I can go right ahead. You take that PSVR all you want. I'm Here, taking this. Take, take two. They're small. Yeah, I think I will. I'm taking this already made chicken wrap. Fucking NAACP <laughs> is just... How do we shut down a podcast? <laughs> is it racist? Not, like it's so bad it can't even be racist. That's the it's problem. Not, I, I, we would because I said chicken wrap. No, I hope no, that wasn't. No. Oh, okay, no, it's, it's like so not even close to Tracy Morgan. It can't even be considered a racist thing. What's up with all these dog tower chuckles? <laughs> I'm gentleman Bay. Tracy Morgan. Who's doing coke out there? Fishing asshole. Who let the dog on the plane? 
Why are you gonna hide up there with your dual coke on the Gary's asshole? I don't believe in any catfish on pain. I don't catfish her. She doing drugs out of that dog's asshole. <laughs> to uh, any of our deaf listeners, you're welcome. You know, and it was, and I gotta say, thank goodness, the same thing. It was the same thing with the Matrix, also a '99 movie, where like I went into it, all all that I knew of the Matrix was a ad in a comic book where it was like a, a embryo in a like a egg thing hanging off like a robotic arm and it says the matrix has you and i thought that for whatever reason that yes it fucking does that's my money <laughs> I was like, i'm so fucking there and i you know i didn't know what it was and i remember like i thought i was cute because i was like whenever like i would sign off of like aol messenger yeah. my friends i would say the matrix has you you know because i'm fucking edgy like that and you're like wow let's not talk to chris anymore <laughs> I keep getting ignored. My friends that I see every day all of a sudden are never on anymore. He's getting charged by the megabyte here. He's just <laughs> fucking me up. <laughs> the Matrix on AOL. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, those were two good movies, I feel, that were like, those are those are two movies that are good to go see totally blind on what the fuck's going on. Unfortunately, nobody in the world is blind to either of those movies anymore. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's a shame, man. Like, there's, there's indigenous tribes where the white man shows up and like fucking blue pills. <laughs> this is the desert of the real man. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, there, coincidentally there was another Brad Pitt movie that I went to go see totally blind. I was I was with my buddy and he was and he, like, was his, it Twelve Monkeys? Uh, no, it That's was a good uh, one to go into blind. California. David Duchovny. Californication. No, Cali- no, California with a K. No, David Duchovny was in was, California. He was also in Californication, but that's not what. That's a TV Brad, show that Brad Pitt was on Californication. No, he Let's was just get to your story. California. I'm going I'm to be a dick about it. No, I went <laughs> to go see. It was. It was like my friend's cousin was in, coming into town, and she wanted to see it. And he's like, "Oh, I'm going with my cousin, or whatever." And she was kind of cute, so I was like, "Yeah, sure, let's go." But it's a, it's a really it's a really good movie where it's a, it's. Um, David Duchovny and his girlfriend are traveling across the country to California. And I guess to alleviate the cost of driving across country, they say they put out like a an ad like on a board like, you know, you know, help us pay the gas and we'll drive to California sort of a deal, you know, way before Craigslist. And uh, <laughs> and they go and so Brett Pitt and his girlfriend show up and they're like oh look, it's cool we're two couples whatever and then it turns out like everywhere they go like if they go they go to get gas at the gas station like brad pitt and his girlfriend say oh hold on we'll, we'll be right back and they like they're robbing the gas station oh that's cool as you know but like mur- and like murdering the fucking guys like not not just robbing but just fucking just that's a, that's a cool twist and uh you know like oh and it's like oh how is and they, they both and brad pitt plays like a real shit bad character and David Duke Company is like a, you know, like a college professor, and he's sort of like, I don't know, how did this shitbag have this money to fucking, you know, like they sort of like start questioning, and then you know, but like uh, when and, they're and, in, the, hold on, then David Duke Company's girlfriend like jokes like maybe they're robbing the places, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. It's been a while since I've seen yeah, the movie. That just seems like if you're making that movie, you're gonna throw that line in, and you're gonna at the premiere be like, fuck, why did I leave that in? <laughs> and David Duke Company's like, man, I gotta use the bathroom, man. Before we before we hit the road, let me go use the bathroom. Oh my god. Did you? Did we? They were alive. Thirty seconds. What happened while you were in there? Uh, the fucking guy. Did, he had a death he, pack. Did, did he look okay? <laughs> did he? Was he sick? Yeah, he said, "Snap into a slim jim," and his fucking head blew up. Man. Damn. <laughs> he had, red, I, he I had a Red Bull, and, <laughs> Red Bull, and a slim jim. <laughs> even wings, and he smashed his fucking head into the ceiling. He said, "Oh yeah," and then he died. 
I didn't want to worry you guys with it. I thought we could just get back onto the trip. The cops will handle that. That's <laughs> not, their job. My monkey's not my circus, man. <laughs> yeah, well, there's been 12 gas stations we've stopped at, so that's, that's 12 monkeys. <laughs> you can't say that word. Brad Pitt looks like at the fucking camera. Like, yeah. No, they're from Nepal. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, you made it racist. Oh, boy. Okay, no, I so yes. I was just trying to make a cute Brad Pitt joke. So yesterday... We're, we're working the line, and we're working with. It's time to bring up shit sack. All right. So it's the shit sack segment of the week. Yes. So, so shit sack is talking to one of our coworkers, one of the ones from Nepal. I know you're here legally, but the, the same guy with break, 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 break. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> Poor guy. And so shit sack goes into this whole. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tyree. Soliloquy. Uh, on him having to... No, no, it was a tirade. I know him. He is not capable of soliloquy. <laughs> Telling a story of how Indian phone scammers were trying to get him to... Basically, it was a phone scam where someone's trying to give you access to your computer mm. through, like, mobile... I need to know your Mac address. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mobile... What do they call that? Mobile, like... To, to give someone else access to your computer. Remote access. Remote access. I worked in IT. I know and, these things. And so he's telling the story to Kuna, who technically is from Paul, but spent a lot of time in India. But I'm pretty sure shit sex, mine, they're just all Indians. Right. And he's sharing a story. He's, he's got a little like, thing of color swag. He's like, you're, you're Indian, right? Yeah, you're not a Mexican. Because yeah. you kind of talk, you talk more funny than the Mexicans. You don't smell spicy. You must be from Nepal. <laughs> I was like, it's super racist, but it's always right. <laughs> I can tell by the thickness of your eyebrows. Let's you're, see here. You're not even a southern region Indian. Can you're you more just, from Nepal. Can you just make a kissy face for me? Well, you've never done water in a turban. <laughs> I know you came to this country illegally. What's funny is that just doing a southern accent, if you ever heard this, it'd throw off the sound like, oh, they're not talking about me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was telling two... Our, our co-worker from Nepal yeah. This whole story about Indian phone scammers yeah. Trying to gain remote access to his computer yeah. And it's just like Because mm, he didn't have that conversation with anybody else Right, you weird, know, right? It's not, I don't know It's like I wish I wish you could hear yourself sometimes, man Is it not, you know, stay woke Is that his name? <laughs> and I'm getting that also now where Not phone scammers per se But bill collectors right. And <laughs> They're not trying to steal from you. You just didn't pay your bill. Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, the deal is, is you know, the area code here for Rockchester is five eight five. True. So the dialer, I guess, whatever that they're using, is using a five eight five area code. So I'm like, oh look, it's like a local number. You know, mm-hmm. I'm wondering like, yeah, is it my daughter's school? Is it you know maybe someone in town that you know called me from like a, like a number that's not mine but needs to get in contact with me mm-hmm. for whatever reason? So I'm like, hello. And you know, there's always that moment for the, for the computer yeah. to connect. And as soon as you hear that moment, you're like, I just hang up. It's like, yeah. This is not important. A human being would have been there. If you're aware of this, but it's a good public service announcement regardless. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a call or like you know miss a call and be like, I didn't hear it ring or whatever. If you, if you get a call from a number you don't know and call it back. Mm-hmm. And then you, know, you call and you don't hear anything or something. You're like, hello, hello. And then you hear like something like, can you hear me? Never say yes. Oh, yeah. Because you say they, yes. They, they are, you're in a different automated system. You placed the call and then said yes to whatever the computer alleges to have asked you. And yeah. it could be like, hey, can we charge this phone bill $120? Yes. Yeah. So don't do that, Tommy B. <laughs> Chris, why don't you do whatever the fuck you want? <laughs> Until Tommy B says a friend request. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're, you're out in the cold until Tommy B comes through. Indians are cool. That wasn't the point of your story, was it? I'm sorry. Twelve Monkeys was a racist movie. It wasn't, man. Uh, that's with um, Bruce Willis going back in time and running away from directed Joseph by Gordon, the guy from uh, Gordon Levitt. Oh, that's so like loopy, you know. That was directed by Terry Gilliam of Monty Python and the Holy Grail fame. Yes, and you know all the other Monty Python things, and just just yeah. name Lemony Snickets. No, no. Uh, Brazil, blank and blanking in blank Vegas. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? You directed that one. Ugh. Well, you don't like it? That's one of those fucking movies. One of those That's fucking... one of those People fucking... like that. I can't stand it. Yeah, it's like, uh, I like, I like Evil Dead and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and The Misfits I, I feel like and Godzilla movies. I feel like you'll enjoy your life a whole lot more if you stop... Well, if you actually didn't give a shit what people think, instead yeah. of just putting on the air of someone who doesn't give a shit what people well, think, no, I you actually, can like a movie on I its merits and ignore its fan base. I literally saw it in the theater. Right. Like I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. and that's and it's not. It's once again, it's not the movie. It's it is the fan base, right. sort of. And that, but there is who a who fucking cares what the fan base is like. Uh, you, just can, you can you like a movie without buying a poster of it and putting it on a T-shirt and be like, "Hey, you've seen Fear and Loathing? Fucking crazy, right, dude? That movie woke me up. I do mescaline now." We're in we're in bad country. Yeah. You, you don't need to. Well, that scene on the, yeah, the it's it's not like an infection. You can't you know just like oh hey this fan is like this and I don't like it. I don't want to like this movie because I'll be like that after. Okay, well okay. Tim Hill's gonna fucking kill himself. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's looking, just he's looking out of the water like I could just walk down in there. <laughs> never come. Wait back. till the bubbles stop. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn dude, that's sad. Well, okay. Here's here's a true story, and this is gonna kind of it's gonna. If, if, mm-hmm. if you haven't had a negative fucking idea about me, I'm just going to show you more. This was the oh, late... I've had plenty of negative ideas. <laughs> it was the late 90s, and I was working in the check cashing place, which I had worked for, like, my entire high... You know, since 13 to about fucking 20, I, I worked in a check cashing place. And, uh... If, if there's any listeners that didn't know that, welcome to our first show that you've heard. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... Talk it's, about that every fucking week, man. Well, you know, it's sort of just in case, you know, every, every episode is someone's first episode. Yep. <laughs> like, every comic could be someone's new first comic, to quote Stanley. Uh, so... <laughs> also to quote Stanley, don't steal my blood! <laughs> so, you know, fuck it, whatever. This <laughs> is... Pneumonia! Hey, true believers. I just someone, gotta make it to a somebody, somebody stole all my fucking blood. <laughs> So if you could send your blood on to Stan, P.O. Box 28, care of Stan Lee's arteries. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah, so I'm working, I'm working on a check cashier place. Damn it, I thought I had you off the track. Go on. And I was wearing a, uh, I was wearing a, a, a wrestling shirt. I believe it was a New World Order shirt. And so one of the customers comes in, and this is going to be like... So the customer was wearing, like, a Shawn Michaels shirt. All right. The customer... Also, just happened to be someone with Down syndrome, and so so you thought so that he's, so he's liking looking, wrestling made you mentally well no handicapped? well he was sort of like he was very excited that I was wearing like an NWO shirt all right and he's like you're you're like me you're like me and from that day forward you vowed never to like something someone else likes <laughs> because you're a of... fucking garbage person <laughs> and I was sort of like. Mm, you know, and so ever since then, I sort of like, not ever since then, but that's sort of, if that, that definitely ever, doesn't help. If that ever happens again, I've got a shortcut for you. <laughs> it, it, all you have to say is, oh yeah, I like wrestling too. Yeah. You're a human. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it's just sort of like, you know, 
I don't know. I know I'm a horrible person for thinking that, but I, yes, you know, I, I was just wearing a shirt. <laughs> the first step is admitting the problem. <laughs> you, you essentially just said, as if it's a good argument or even an argument at all. I don't like fear and loathing in Las Vegas because a kid with Down syndrome likes Shawn Michaels. Congratulations. <laughs> And we're back to the dramatic conclusion to this episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast. Dot com. Oh, shit. <laughs> dot net. They stole my dot com. Try it again. <laughs> and uh, it's Friday the 13th. Yep. This could be our last recording ever. What if we died, like, in a car accident and well, found was, the recorder? I was thinking we very unluckily, like, have a problem with the microphone. It doesn't work anymore. Oh, yeah. I'll just... I'll just edit in another outro from another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's the same deal, you know. Go visit the website. Send us an email. Don't be, you know, you should be fapping. Don't be a stranger. But it's Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. And I said, you know what? It'd be great. We turn on Facebook. It's all 9,000 photos of, of Jason Voorhees. Yep. And then you read that status you wrote out loud to me as if you had just seen it posted by someone else. Because it's funny. <laughs> it's, but it's so fucking hack. Like, yeah. it's the same people like when it's Pi Day, when it's like 314. Yeah. Or, or uh, you know, the Ides of March. Yeah. Or right. 316, you know, Austin 316, so I just whipped your ass. Are they hurting you by doing that? They're hurting my soul. It, it, it makes me sad that I live are, on a planet with people that are so are fucking they doing, basic. Are they doing it to hurt you? No. Just let it go, man. They just fucking... Who gives just, a just, shit? Just, just let it go. It's not hurting you, man. Yeah. See a starfish, you know? Just walking down the beach, you know? Don't step on it, man. Let, let people just enjoy just things. <laughs> no. So, oh, here's this thing I've shared. Look, I'm so fucking clever I shared it. Yeah, it was funny when we all saw it last year. What? What here's here's how, a meme. How can I fix this for here's you? Here's a meme. I should just leave Facebook. Yeah, but I don't really want to. <laughs> but I don't want to. You're not benefiting anyone, and nobody is benefiting you on Facebook. What are you doing on there? All you do is bitch on Facebook and then bitch about people on Facebook. <laughs> I'm funny, right? I'm occasionally funny. I do the occasional funny post. Something a little. You know, so it's a little observation people don't usually make, you know, sort of, sort of making a connection. Things some people forgot to laugh at the first time they saw what had happened. Kind of pointing it out to them, letting them see it, pointing out the ironies in life. You know, kind of. Just waiting for you to stop talking so I can continue to not answer that because you're my friend. <laughs> I dropped pizza all over the floor. Yeah. At work, they had pizza. Yeah. And it was the pizza like left over from like lunch. Yeah. And we are at eleven thirty at night. And so I said, Oh look, here's all the extra pizza no one ate. Yeah. Consolidated to one box. Brought it to Austin's car. And threw it all over the and fucking car. Dropped floor. it on the fucking floor. I'm so fucking it's it's, it's the ground when you're outside. It's yeah, but it's you know what it was? It's I, I it's no harm, no foul. I, I guess, you know, I wasn't expecting to get pizza when I left work. Right. So it was I was kind of excited. Like, all right, I have all this great pizza. <laughs> and then you're like, why did this happen to me? <laughs> like, you were in control of the box the entire time. Well, it's one of those big fucking sheet pizza boxes. Yeah. 
could be a little unwieldy, especially when you're trying right. to navigate into the back seat of a car. Did, did you lose control, or was there a gust of wind that knocked it out of your hands? Oh, well, you know, all the pizza slices aren't evenly distributed. It's not a whole pizza. It's a bunch who, of slices of pizza. Who distributed the slices in there? I did. Yeah. I didn't just this did the... not happen to you. <laughs> I cause it to happen? Yes. <laughs> you did not make the necessary precautions, and so you dropped pizza all over the fucking parking lot and didn't get to enjoy any. Yeah. Sad, man. Friday the 13th, man. Jason came up and knocked that pizza box out of your hands. <laughs> yeah, that's what did it. Yeah. Just go Beetlejuice me up another Bloody Mary this candy man. <laughs> did it work? <laughs> bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Look, <laughs> she's running behind the car. <laughs> Shoved in my rear view. <laughs> Love it when that happens. <laughs> you ever hear like those, uh, you know, urban legends, or it's like someone's in the back seat? Oh, he's in the back seat. Yeah, you know how I know this because I was the guy in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. she parked the car, and then yeah. and there was a hook, and every time she turned around, it was, you know, and then she parked the car and say, hey, you know, it was a guy killing people in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, there's, I know there's a story, there's an urban legend of something in the back seat. Right, so a woman's driving home. Uh huh. And there's a big old semi truck behind her, like the whole way. Oh, and it's high beaming, right? Or and it keeps high beaming her, and she thinks she's being followed. Uh huh. She gets scared, she takes right, you know, two rights, two lefts, knows that she's being followed, pulls into a police station, gets out and yells at the guy, like, hey, stop following me. And he says, no, no, no. I was turning on the lights every time this guy in your back seat popped up. Uh, the, the big twist is that the, you know, this guy kept popping up to fucking strangle her or some shit, and he put the high beams on so she'd look back. Ah. Uh, I mean, you could just kill her. Yeah. What's, or, the, what's, or like, the, what's the truck driver gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably gonna die once you kill her. You realize. <laughs> well, your end game is here. And choke her while we're driving. <laughs> She's like harder. <laughs> harder, daddy. Yes. What? What? <laughs> Pussy's wet now. What? He was a freak. <laughs> I just had this reupholstered. Now you're making it dirty. <laughs> oh, you're a little kinkier than most of my victims. What? Victims? What the fuck? I thought you were answering my Craigslist ad. <laughs> Craigslist ad? Well, they shut down Backpage. <laughs> they want drug trafficking. They want sex trafficking. So. Now they shut down Backpage, so women can't manage themselves. Now there's a bunch of sex trafficking. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not really what that leans for. But you do, you do, you man. Go off, I guess. Yeah. Like fuck that. I don't. Something in my fucking trunk. There's something in your trunk. Yeah. N- nothing ominous. Just like I think it's like my spare tire uh-huh. got moved a little bit, so now it's rattling on the post it stays on and shit. Oh, okay. Let me go. Let me out of here. It's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I got whiplash, but at least it's not making a noise anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it still is. If this light would turn. There we go. There we go. No more idling for you, Mr. Spare Tire. <laughs> You'd think since this has been going on for three days, I'd go back there and move the tire a little bit. <laughs> but I don't. And every the truck day. that keeps high beaming us. Yep. <laughs> it's just a. Uh... It's a killer with Parkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> he stabbed him 57 times. This he meant it to me once. <laughs> is this the persona you just want out there? People hear you say just fucked up shit and then what? laugh your Are ass you, off at it? Stop being so ableist. You're telling me people Parkinson's can't be murderers also? <laughs> That'd be a, you know? As you don't see much enough representation of, you know... Handicapped. There's they many handicapped. on me? Yeah. They haunted me You're for in the... being in my lane when they wanted to be in well, my lane? Why are you in your lane when I'm driving into your lane? Right. Asshole. Holy shit. What's up, Chad, 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 and Jamal? <laughs> Jamal was the white one in the back with the red hat. <laughs> hey, we said that, I said that about the, one of our coworkers today. I'm like, you look like the... Because the, the, he's a white guy. You look like the, the white guy that goes to like the one black guy in the club <laughs> to give him a fist bump. <laughs> hey, man. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, the struggle. We'll kind of forever, bro. <laughs> you think I'm not fucking woke? No, I do not think you're woke. <laughs> black Panther is fucking... You, you, you have punched down every day this week. <laughs> you are not woke. I'm so woke I can be... <laughs> It's not. I'm beyond woke. Not a thing. <laughs> well, okay, like, let's take something like uh, women getting paid less than men. Okay. I've always had jobs where, like, what you make an hour is a clear fucking marked thing. I mean, this, uh, this might be a job that doesn't have it. But for the most part, I've always had jobs where it's fucking, you know, in the job description, you make $10 an hour. So I've never had a job Like when they say like Oh Pay disparity mm-hmm. I honestly Have never seen it mm-hmm. Because In jobs that I've had It's always been Clear and marked What a person makes an hour the, the, So the I'm not saying is, That it doesn't exist Because right. I don't I don't witness it But like For me Like if I was If I was close minded And a bit enough to say Oh there's no such thing As pay disparity Because in my experience I've lived in a world Where every job I've had It's, it's been right. Equal Alright you know, I'm just saying stuff like that. So I'm so woke that <laughs> <laughs> I'm woke about this one thing. Well, I'm just saying, but I don't want to be like compared to someone with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> and Parkinson's is hilarious as shit. <laughs> that's your, that's you, that's my you. I might not have the voice down, but the message is spot on, and that's the problem. Put your chin in your chest. <laughs> I don't like people Parkinson's. I've never seen the handicapped killers in the movies. Also, there's me talking with a Shawn Michaels shirt on. <laughs> so this has been Two Strangers, One Podcast. This has been Two Strangers, One Podcast. We certainly hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I have been Austin. <laughs> Peace. Don't be a stranger. We're out. You should be fabbing. You're like me. You're like me. You're like me. Let's uh, let me do all my whole outro stuff. Please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. Uh, you can find links to our iTunes page. You can uh, download, subscribe to us on iTunes, on iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R for Android devices. Uh, that's the Stitcher app. I use the available offline option and uh, Listen later option, uh, so you don't have to kill your data, you don't have to kill your battery when your Wi-Fi spot. Get all the less episodes you want to listen to, and listen to them later. Um, and of course, we are available on the SoundCloud app. That is our hosting site. 
Um, I make sure all the episodes are downloadable. I think on iTunes they are downloadable, but on Androids they aren't. So that's why I'm a little like... But if you go to the website on SoundCloud, you can find us and you can download them from there if you want to do. Um, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, two strangers one podcast. Uh, I got a brand new computer. Thank you to my dad for helping me out uh, with uh, basically a payment for the computer because uh, we're recording this on a new on a new system. And it sounded good when I was recording earlier. So, um, you know, thank you, dad. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was the old computer holding you back and not this antique microphone. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, the microphone has, uh, it has, it has soul. It has yeah. spirit. It has you, you guys, you guys, you guys seeing all this soul in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, it, um, I haven't, the funny thing is with the new computer, I haven't, I have this. I don't have time to sign into the email account right now, but no one writes us anyway. But if you want to write us, you can write us at Two Strangers One Podcast. Well, what happened to that Gmail. one fan that writes all the time? He he fell off the fucking face of the earth. I don't know what Literally? happened. Well, I don't know. Do you think the earth's flat? <laughs> oh, we got another hour to go there. Let's go to the space station. Look. Um, but yeah, the uh, but you can write to us at Two Strangers One Podcast at gmail.com. We want your money. We need your money. And until we set up a Patreon, what you can do is you can share and like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash two strange one podcast. Once again, all spelled out. And share this episode, like the page, uh, share the entire page, and that'd be great. Uh, we also have a YouTube group, Two Strange One Podcast Network. Um, let me see what else. Uh, we're on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. Um, no, I, I've only, the episodes that are available online right now are really only from the past year. If you want to go back and listen to any of our other episodes from more than five years ago, we are on YouTube. Uh, just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. You can find all the earlier 200 some odd shows. Um, you can find my Stranger Vlogs, uh, which I've done about 40 so far, and I have two in the pipe. <laughs> and <laughs> two up the butt, two in my anus, like a finger. And uh, and I also have my audiobook. If you want to hear my second book, Odd I See a Tale from the Road, you can listen to it totally for free on YouTube. Just search for Odd I See a Tale from the Road. Also available on YouTube. And that's about it. I can't think of or speak on. You know I got you never... going on, <laughs> I was like, fuck that. I got yeah, shit I got to do. If you, if you guys can tell me how to, how to beat this part of Zelda I'm stuck on. <laughs> shoot, wanna... shoot me an email. Thunderblight Ganon's a bitch. <laughs> Thunder Blight Ganon. So if you have any way to beat Thunder Blight Ganon, you can write to us at two strings old podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> get, get some traffic in that email account. <laughs> Bunch of people telling me how bad I am at the game. <laughs> That's like the first like half of the game. Like not even the first half. Well, no, no. It's because you can, you can tackle those dungeons in any order. Oh, okay. Which I think is total ripoff of uh, Shadow of the Colossus, but for another day. You, you can't tackle those in any order. You can, oh, I guess. <laughs> Oh, you proved me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shut up. It. <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening. Had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to the Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Chocolate. You should be fapping balls. All right. Here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But...
<laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I've smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like on. I can see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. 
You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on Two Strangers, One Podcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.